Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Okay, here we are at CNN. Here's our panel. He is the author of the new book, The End of Race Politics, Arguments for a Colorblind America. Coleman Hughes is over here. She's a staff writer at The Atlantic, Caitlin Flanagan, and you all know CNN contributor and 29-time winning broadcaster with MLB and TNT, Bob Costas is over here. Okay. Uh, first one is for you, Bob. With, oh. the, with the allegations against Vince McMahon, uh, now he's the head of the... WWE used to be the WWF. World Wrestling. Right, World Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. It better be, because it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, part of the reason they labeled it that way was what? so that the uh, various state governments wouldn't subject those athletes or performers to drug testing, to performance-enhancing drug testing. Because they're all on... Yeah, they basically conceded that these are scripted matches. They don't like to blare that out to their fans, some of whom actually think it's real. But (laughs) as the the long-ago wrestling trainer, Bobby the Brain Heenan, said to me, there's only two things that concern me about wrestling fans. They can vote and they can breed. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Bob... My core audience is wrestling fans. <laughs> All right. Um, well, anyway, the question is, yeah. would the allegations against Vince McMahon... Oh, yes. Now, he's... For people who don't know, I read this in the paper, some really... Na- yeah. I mean, like Weinstein-level stuff. Or worse. Worse. Worse than Weinstein? Well, sex trafficking oh. and sexual abuse. We'll, we'll okay. see how this plays out. Would they I mean. have been overlooked for so long had he been working in an industry like Hollywood instead of sports? <laughs> We uh, a, well, we... <laughs> you just brought up a name that would yeah, refute that, at, right. at least until recently. I think the difference is that if you talk about something like that, it's not covered in the same way as baseball, football, basketball would be covered. You don't have a press corps that's covering them and holding them to account. But Netflix... They, they operate on their own. Netflix just gave WWE, is it now? Yeah. Five billion, a $5 billion deal. Oh, yeah. really? It, it has yeah. a television audience. It, it's one of the few things five that $5 billion? Dollars? I would guess so. <laughs> but knowing Netflix, but, maybe But not. usually, that, like, a deal like that it, um, usually gets stopped when a guy like this is attached to it. Like and it he's could the be. head of it? It could be. Okay. Or someone else takes over, and All the right. basic product is appealing to enough of an audience that they roll on. All right. 
Um, for Coleman, is the woke kindergarten controversy in San Francisco an example of DEI running amok in schools? Well, first of all, we'll have to explain what the woke kindergarten controversy is. Yeah, so the woke kindergarten controversy is at a, a school in San Francisco that is majority Hispanic. That is to say, two-thirds of these kids are speaking Spanish at home. They need to be taught the basics, English, math, etc., that school decided, instead of focusing on those things, to hire an organization called Woke Kindergarten, pay them a quarter million dollars over Literally called years. it called it Woke Kindergarten. Literally it's called it Woke. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're... <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was the name that the, the guy who wrote the article no. gave it. That was their name. The comedy They're owning it. Okay, to... got it. Owning it. <laughs> owning it. Woke Kindergarten. Yeah. Self-awareness is a yeah. wonderful it thing. Really it really is. is. Yeah. Boy, yeah. Kids, yeah. Can't, start, can't start them too young, huh? <laughs> And uh, rather, rather predictably, what, what happened uh, is that their math and reading scores have been declining for several years, and um, it, it's, just, it's become yet another example of precisely the opposite priorities that typical normal Americans want, which is we want to send our, our, our kids to school to learn the basics as we decline worldwide, not to be taught why math is racist, for instance. And... And the, and the final thing I'll say, well, I think... What about six? <laughs> what about, <laughs> that number, I always... Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit suspicious, right? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I think that uh, the, the basic problem with wokeness, one of the basic problems is that it, it views kids as somehow inherently racist and the, race, the racism needs to be hammered out of them in, in, in some way, when the reality is that among all the kids, the problems kids have for instance, being selfish and needing to learn to share, racism is not one of them. So uh, uh, really, in, in the same way we want to protect a child's sexual innocence for as long as possible, we should want to preserve that racially innocent mindset for as long as possible, not hammer these ideas into them. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, as an educator, what do you think of Dartmouth announcing it will bring back the SAT as a, oh yes, as a requirement for all the kids? Now, if people don't know, all eight Ivy Leagues got rid of the SAT in the name of equity about, I don't know, three or four years ago, and now Dartmouth is saying um, no. Um, uh, well, right through the red flag. I can tell you it's absolutely true that all over the country, people don't realize this, there are kids who didn't have an access to go to a good secondary school or their parents moved a lot or their family's chaos, and they'll pop up with these great scores that individually. And these are the kids that, you know, they can... The old idea is you could test into certain schools. You used to be able to test into the University of California, and it was a tremendous benefit to kids who had every disadvantage along the way. And now... When, and the other thing is, we don't want to admit this, and it's irrelevant for well-off kids, but... The SAT truly is the best single predictor of can the kid get through the school? Is he going to is he or she going to show up and say, yeah, I can do this coursework? I, you know, maybe I'm not as wealthy as the others or gifted in sports or whatever, but I'm not having problems here. I'm moving through the curriculum, and, and you can't lie on it. I read well, that sixty percent <laughs> of college applicants admit they lie. On, right. At some part of their application. Right. You can't lie in the SAT. Well, unless you're Felicity Huffman. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's not the SAT. Right. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's, it's the ACT, I think. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, for everybody, is there any merit in Tucker Carlson's interview <laughs> with Vladimir Putin? I guess that was today. I, I read that, Tuck, that uh, Putin went on for a half hour. The first question. Mm. He just 
gave him a, a history lesson, an erroneous. It's reprehensible. That it's he would even do it. Reprehensible. Well, I mean, we we p interviewers have done that. I mean, I remember Mike Wallace with the Ayatollah. Of course, uh, but uh, under the know. kind of rules of engagement right. that that interview was conducted, and with a certain um, acquiescing lens through which Tucker put the answer. Right. I mean, Tucker has already been part of Putin's propaganda apparatus for years. a few years now. Yeah. It would have been like if Mike Wallace had been on in Iran for three years. Right. Hey, right, yeah, right. I, told, I mean, that's the difference. <laughs> I, I have to imagine if for some reason you were interviewing Putin and he started going on about how Poland was to blame for World, World War II, you would say, hold on a second, Vlad. Right. Um, and, and you would give people... Tucker just lets him go on with basic historical facts that... Uh, That's what he said, that Poland was... Well, yeah, he held Poland responsible for... Uh, for, for being attacked by Hitler? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would definitely uh, flag that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever it's worth. I mean, when, when the Olympics... Were, were, were they doing this interview on the ground floor, or was it up by a window? Right. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever it's worth, when the Olympics were in Sochi, Russia in 2014, oh, yes. we requested for many months prior to and during the games, whether it would be me or someone from NBC News, and Putin turned that down flatly. Right. So he wasn't, he wasn't going to sit... And gave you pink eye. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, a whole, that's, right. that's right. A whole cloak and dagger <laughs> operation <laughs> that Putin and the KGB right. obviously undertook I saw just to screw me up. I knew it. I yeah. knew that. Yeah. And, you know, people to this day, they'll say, conversational icebreaker occasionally, Bob, you remember that time you had pink eye at the Olympics? <laughs> no, I don't recall. <laughs> Refresh my memory. <laughs> million people with memes all over the internet and ridiculous, untrue theories as to how I contracted. I have no idea. Remind me again what that was. But now we can say it. Yes, yes. You still don't know why you got it? Yeah. I don't. I honestly uh, don't. Okay. All right. Um, what do you... <laughs> Dirty tricks. What do you think that, that the government is now banning Eugenia... Tavium and Extendi Max. Um, well, I have a lot of feelings about Eugenia Tavi Mendy Max. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what is that? They're they're weed killers. Oh. <laughs> I want to know what they did to us and why they sound like boner pills. They do. They do. The last one does. All right, all right. The last one does. All right. Thank you. We ran out of time. Thank you, CNN. We'll see you next week. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.